We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 35 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a three-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom, Linda Brenneman. Hi there. Uh, I, st- I keep forgetting Every to give you names. Oh, my week. God. I've been a raccoon for a while now, so we could just go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. I saw the best video this week of a very, like, chubby raccoon washing an iPhone in a pool of water. Wow. <laughs> it was relatable. Okay, then. <laughs> Raccoon, Simone de Rochefort. <laughs> and we're joined today by Steve Lubitz, who is host of the podcast Isometric and the father of three girls. Wow. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. I've been longtime listener, first-time caller. So. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> Very happy to, to be here with you guys. What's it like living on the East Coast in a place that isn't real, frankly? <laughs> um, well, Boston is a magical fairyland. Really? And uh, we have these things that fall from the sky that are cold and white every so often. <laughs> yeah. And you tr- people try to drive in it and it doesn't go very well. <laughs> so uh, generally when those things start falling, I just pretend that it's not happening and, and go in my windowless office and wait till it finishes. That's strange and horrible yes. and I'm sorry. Yeah. But people who, who live there like a long time, shouldn't they know how to drive in the snow? You would think that, but you've driven in Seattle in the rain, so you should know. <laughs> I've <laughs> driven in the snow in the Midwest. So do they know how to drive? Yes. People in Seattle don't know how to drive in the rain, and yet, here yes. we are. Yeah. Well, the problem is that they try to drive in the snow, and they probably it's at the point where they shouldn't. And, oh, yeah. I uh, get that. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's only so much you could do at a certain point. Luckily, I'm, an, I'm lucky enough to be in a job where I can work from home when it oh, snows, nice. so I just, I just tap out and say I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even going to try and just work from home and generally get more done except for the fact that I have to intervene in whatever squabbles are happening outside of my cocoon. That, I'm <laughs> yes. that is a good and safe decision. Yeah. Is, it, is it snowy there now? No, okay. no. It's been actually been unseasonably warm. Mm. Uh, I was actually walking around without even like a light jacket today. Wow. So, but then again, I do. I'm kind of ridiculous that way anyway i won't put on a jacket unless i'm going to be outside for more than five minutes at a time i'm the same way honestly yeah so So, and and my office has an indoor garage now so i don't even bring a coat into the office which is a problem when i go out for coffee so Uh. (laughs) i'm glad you're you're benefiting from the heat death of the planet yeah, right. you know, I'm 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 pro global warming personally. <laughs> I'm, I'm After last winter, I'm not, not surprised. Drown. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's not so bad not having horrible winters. Though, I mean, we did Fair get enough. all the snow ever last year, so I'm hoping that we've gotten all the snow we were ever going to get. We're never going to get snow again. So that would be, yeah. that would be I think that's likely. I think that's how weather works. It was cold, but not snowy when I went like three years ago. Because we, uh, my husband was interviewing at Harmonics, and they. Th- Flew the whole family out, which was delightful. (laughs) Um, But I remember having to put Anna in this, like, furry sack. That's amazing. (laughs) With a hood and, like, just zipped, like, all the way up to her chin. Oh, my gosh. It was extremely difficult to get her into a stroller after that. Yeah. At that point, you just roll her down the street. When when the kids were were babies, they actually have these things that go in the car seat. That's oh. like a blanket that kind of covers the car seats, oh. so they're almost like in a winter coat in the car seat. You don't actually have to take them out of it. That's nice. cool. So you know, we we prepare for the uh, for the winter here, but trying to do uh, trying to do seatbelts with winter coats. Well, you're they're not yeah. supposed to wear winter coats anyway. <laughs> yeah, which means that you have to take them out of the winter coat and get them into the car seat, and then yeah. get them out of the car seat and get them into the winter coat. Yes. and you know when they are <sighs> of the age where they can't dress themselves, everything just takes. Forever, yes. Luckily, Anna can dress herself now. Yeah. So things have been nice. And you have twins, right, Steve? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Six-year-old twins and an eight-year-old, right? And an eight-year-old, yeah. So. Wow. As as my wife heard on a regular basis every time she she, uh, was pushing around the double stroller, we have our hands full. Yeah. <laughs> you're, it's, it, you're outnumbered too, yeah. right? Yeah. She was actually just remarking today how much it's not, she's not like uh, an automatic focus of attention when she walks around anymore because the twins are fraternal, so they don't really draw any attention anymore. Oh, but okay. it got to the point where we almost had a script 
that we were willing to recite whenever anybody came. <laughs> People like knock shelves over in a store to come gawk at twins. Yeah, they and do. It's it kind of weird. The same six questions over and over again, and you just gotta. You, yes, yes, they're twins. Yes, they're fraternal. <laughs> yes, I have my hands full. Yes, it's a lot of Thank you. Can I get on with my shopping now? Thank yes. you very much. Yeah. It's almost like when, you, when you're pregnant and everybody wants to come up and feel your tummy. It's like, it's so no, weird. get away from Why? me. I don't know. It's just, I have no idea. Do you no get idea. that with Anna being a redhead at all? Like, do people comment on that? A little bit. Yeah. Like, they say like, oh, where'd she get her red hair? But, you know, her hair never looks red to me. Yeah. Like, it's more like a strawberry blonde. And it really depends on the light. Eh. But everybody's like, oh, where'd she get her red hair? And, you know, my hair is red now. As opposed to being brown when I first moved out here. And somebody at Atlantis also, I'm like, oh, it's on her dad's side of the family. And she's and the person's like, oh, well, look. I'm like, no, this is fake. <laughs> so, We're dyeing our three-year-old's hair. It's yeah. <laughs> Nothing is real. Yes. Well, apparently I'm not real. No, according the to East Stephen Coast Deusman. is also not real. <laughs> Okay. Yes, we're, we're we're actually just made up this entire American Revolution just for your benefit. Actually, it's I guess actually- now that I'm listening to Hamilton, I can't deny that the East Coast <laughs> exists because I, I I know more about places that that supposedly are there, like Philadelphia and New York City. Oh my god! <laughs> New York City. Not, so New have York you City never been to New York? I have been to oh, New York. Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, "What the heck is up?" Yeah, you've been to Boston. I met you at Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that was me? Uh, that might have been your. Uh, that might have been your your evil doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Very possible. All right. So on to games, which is what this podcast what? is about, after all. Um, Game Awards happened last week, Thursday night. Uh, The Game of the Year was The Witcher 3, which I don't think was a big surprise to anybody. People love that game, People love it. My husband played it. He really loved it. Um, Yeah, lots of M-rated stuff here. There's a little controversy over the release dates of games and when the voting took place. I guess people were upset that Fallout 4... And Rise of the Tomb Raider had gotten so much less time to be considered for the awards. Yeah, Fallout 4 especially. Like, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I was able to just get through that (laughs) in two days so that I could write the review. Fallout, not so much. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider wasn't even on there. Uh, Developer of the year was CD Projekt Red, who makes um, Witcher 3. Uh, independent game Rocket League. Have you played Rocket League? I have uh, not. Rocket I've... League. <laughs> Rocket, League. <laughs> Rocket League is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know that I would call it my indie game of the year, and I probably won't when we do the isometric game of the year mm-hmm, awards. Yeah. But uh, Rocket League is a lot of fun. Is kind of like a a pick up and play type of multiplayer game. It's I mean it's soccer with cars. So you it, really can't easy. go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, you really can't. And it's it is a lot of fun, and it kind of came out of nowhere. So I, I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely. I, I would rather give it to Ori and the Blind Forest out of the list that they had there. But Yeah. Ori is so of... hard. Oh, my God. It's so hard, but it's so, it's so good. It's beautiful, and I love it, and I can't finish it, and that makes me very, very upset. Oh, yeah, and, and finishing <laughs> it is where you really get the payoff for the story, oh. really. And I did finish it, and it, it well, really oh, well, is worth it. How long did it take you? Congratulations to you. It took me, I don't think it's, it didn't take me very long. I think it took me about eight hours. Okay, cool. All together. Yeah. Well, you're a way better gamer than I. <laughs> I don't have an Xbox One, so I can't play it. Until well, it is on Windows, too. It is, uh, you, you've heard the stories of my computer. Playing on a PC makes me want to scream and tear up my hair. Just steal one of your roommate's <laughs> computers and play it. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth the jail time, Simone. Worth the jail time. I don't know. That's I've, my motto. Really, I spent like half an hour trying to get through one section, and I couldn't do it. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I just, I just got to put this down. It, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, I had the weirdest Uber ride the other day, where my driver was like, "Yeah, I just picked up an Xbox One with Ori in the Blind Forest," and my daughter started playing it, and he was talking about how she just started crying when the the like parent oh. beast yeah, dies yeah. and he was like oh, I yeah. can't actually play it anymore because she's too sad and I was like that's terrible I'm really sorry <laughs> yeah yeah. there are a lot of feels in that game and my, my daughter my oldest daughter would watch me play at points mm-hmm. and she actually was drawing Ori at one oh. point while I was playing it so oh. that is so cool yeah, I, she didn't actually play it herself. I don't want her to learn how to throw the controller just yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's but probably she, a good idea. Yeah, yeah, but she did watch me play it a lot, and she enjoyed. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice game to be able to play around the kids. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yes. That's really important. 
you know, some of the platforming, I just wish it was a little bit easier because I think that, yeah. um, I mean, I was able to do it cause I've been playing platform games for long enough that I guess it, it just worked for me. But, um, there's a lot of people who aren't going to be able to finish that game and you really do need the payoff at the very end to be mm-hmm. able to, yeah. uh, to be able to really get as much of it. But yeah, I kind of think you have to have been one of those people that sort of like grew up with Metroid and Castlevania yeah. and all those brutal games. Um, mm-hmm. so, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I never got a Super Nintendo, so while everybody else was learning Street Fighter 2, I was playing through, like, Battletoads for the 15,000. Uh. <laughs> so so yeah. my, 2D, my 2D platformer skills are, like, way better than anything that I... That <laughs> yeah. You've been training your whole life for this, yeah. Steve. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so other Game Awards narrative, Her Story, which is... A, uh, Simone played this game. Love it looks it. really cool. I'm going to have to download it now. I was kind of surprised that Rise of the Tomb Raider wasn't in there um, for narrative. Uh, but, you know, I love that game, so maybe I'm just... Uh... <laughs> You're biased. I'm just biased. Let's yes. be honest here. Nicole and I both have our biases. We know what they are. Yes. I would rather be talking about the Canadian Video Game Awards where Assassin's Creed Syndicate actually won some things. Including yeah. best new character for both the twins. But, um, yeah, her story is fantastic. I played it on the iPad. And it, it kind of – the setup of it, it mimics a an old computer interface. So it was kind of strange to have the, the sounds of typing on a full keyboard but typing on my iPad as I was searching through the, the database in the game. But it ended up just working so well on the iPad for me. Uh, it – it's an FMV game, so you're basically watching all these old police interviews with a woman who is talking about the disappearance and then murder of her husband. Um, and you're kind of trying to figure out what in the world happened there. And it was both creepy and fantastic and sad and fascinating, and I really loved it. Yes, it sounds awesome. I have to download it. Download it. It's only $5, but- and it's also on PC. Lara Croft did win. Best mobile handheld game went to Lara Croft Go, which is an awesome, cool. awesome yeah. game that you, has no you story. You that, right? I did review it. Yeah. It's all puzzles. Um, if you have played Hitman Go, it's kind of the same type of thing. It's all puzzles, no story, but the puzzles are amazing. It was so much fun. I loved it so much. Uh Back to art direction, or in the Blind, blind Forest got that one. Blonde Forest. Blonde Forest, no. <laughs> You'll notice that that I mess up with my words a lot. So I have a three-year-old. No, I've never I, noticed that before, Nicole. I have a three-year-old, and I blame that on her. Um, uh, and then best performance um, by an actor was also uh, the lady from her story, although um, Viva Seyfert. Yes, Viva Seyfert. I love how she she accepted that award for for like the programmer or whatever, and she's yeah. like saying the thank you, and she's like thanks to Viva. That's me. Oh, <laughs> it was so I cute. I didn't actually watch the, the game. Oh, you didn't. You, so you didn't. I um, was having we were a recording life. isometric at the time. So, it was, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to I'm gonna run through these uh, a little fast. Kind of a surprise. Splatoon took shooter and multiplayer. That should not have been a surprise. That game is fantastic. It, I, I don't know. I'm surprised that it won over something like a Call of Duty or a Halo. That's yeah. Fair. I don't think that people really think of it, maybe not necessarily for multiplayer. But for for shooter, because I don't think that people tend to put Splatoon in the same category with those mm, games. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And and so I was surprised also that that one. I mean, I I think it's it could easily be my game of the year. Mm-hmm. O- overall, yeah. I think the Splatoon is amazing, and I'm I mean I'm mostly over first person shooters anyway, mm-hmm. so that that doesn't make that doesn't really surprise too much. But I was surprised that you know over something like Destiny taking King or. I mean, I was surprised Battlefront's even on the list, but that's a different <laughs> yeah. discussion. Um, but over something like Halo, Halo Five or Call of Duty, Black Ops Three, that Splatoon would won. That is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think it's an yeah. awesome thing. It yeah, is. I think it's fantastic. It's cool, unless you work for three four three. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently the noise got very oh, very yeah. loud. My oh. husband wasn't watching the Game Awards and oh, wasn't yeah. even re- realizing that they were on until people at three four three started yelling <laughs> when they announced Splatoon as the as the winner. So. <gasps> oh. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine they might not be as happy about that as uh Yeah. <laughs> they're secretly happy in their hearts. Yeah, I mean cuz probably, you know, they're like this this isn't a real competitor. There's no way. Yeah. Like if we're going to lose, it's going to be to Call of Duty, you know, yeah. that kind well, of thing. Well, and then it it, it uh Makes uh, it, it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it means there won't be the inevitable three four three bungee blood feud if either Destiny or Halo right. won. Yeah. So we we we, I want to say alleviated, but that's not the word. 
we removed avoided. the poss- avoided yeah. conflict yeah. Yeah. there. Yeah, it's like when my when my kids argue with each other, and then I tell them that they're both going to lose it. So you know, we can <laughs> yeah. give it to somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah. So there were a few uh, things that like fans actually got to vote for, which is pretty cool. And I have a little anecdote. One of them was Trending Gamer. And the person who won Trending Gamer is Greg Miller, who is somebody that I worked with at IGN. He is a good friend of mine, actually. Like, still tells people that I never should have been laid off from IGN <laughs> and that they were crazy. Um, nice. But anyhow, so he won Trending Gamer. And he, he gave a great speech just thanking all the developers and saying, like, you know, we would, wouldn't have anything to do with our lives <laughs> if it weren't for <laughs> games. But the the developer name that he picked to say, he was like picking like a so-called random person from Rise of the Tomb Raider credits. And the person that he picked was Nicole Tan. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, I'm like, what? what? Uh, I like, I know that we're friends and everything, but, you know. So uh, he's like, oh, she's an environment artist, for, you know, Rise of the Tomb Raider. So after the Game Awards, I sent him an email and I'm like, of all the bazillion game developers, you had to pick somebody <laughs> named Nicole Tan. And then he told me, like, that's the reason that he picked her. was So if he was nervous up on stage, he would remember her name because of me. That is awesome. I'm like, thanks, Greg. <laughs> kind of used to a heart attack. <laughs> glad to be of service. Yeah. How does it feel to be used, Nicole? Yeah. yeah. Shameful. No. That's okay. Greg's this is good. our Greg Miller shaming podcast. He's a good guy. He's... <laughs> He's always good for a recommendation for me for every mm-hmm. single job I have ever applied for um, after IGN, of course. But I'd like to go great. on the record saying I've never met Greg Miller, and I do not actually want to shame him. He's he's great. He's and, funny, and they had a yes. nice little nice little cut to Christine Steimer, who is his girlfriend, who was Yay. on Girl Fight with me. She was looking beautiful as always. Um, so it was cool. It was cool That's to awesome. see something really good happen to my friends yeah. that really yeah. deserve it. Was Nicole Tan there? I probably <laughs> I don't know hopefully she was on vacation since Rise of the Tomb Raider had just come out um so yeah, so that's the Game Awards. Another big thing that happened this weekend was the PlayStation Experience, hey. which is all Sony, and there were lots, lots of things coming out of there. Uh, I spent was... my entire weekend just kind of being sad that I forgot that that was happening and wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney was the same way because she said like, like the day before or whatever, I'm gonna like you know pay attention and put stories in and write about the really important stuff. And then she got up late, too, and so she missed half of it. Um, It's kind of weird, too, because it's like like Black Friday just happened and we're still in the middle of, like, games coming out now. Yeah. And it's a weird time for them to be making a whole bunch of announcements when everyone's kind of working on Game of the Year lists and and not really thinking ahead to what hasn't hasn't even been announced yet. Yeah, Yeah. when I think about going there like I was you know all weekend I was a half like oh I should have gone and then I was thinking about what I'm doing now and I was I'm like no there's no no time for that I would not be able to handle that emotionally mentally physically spiritually (laughs) even though I would have gotten to play Meaty Molecules game Dreams which still looks so weird yeah I don't know what's going on with that game although to be fair the first time I saw Little Big Planet, I didn't know what was going on with that game either. Mm. Because the only thing that they would show, this was at GDC, like, God, I don't know, mm-hmm. many, many years ago. So don't make a joke about how old I am. But mm. all, they, all they were showing mm. was the creation, the creation mode, not any of the platforming story stuff. It was just creation stuff. And I'm like, what the? I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what the heck this is. It's cute. Yeah, it's very yeah. cute. But I don't understand what is going on here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my so, policy with games like that, like that and like No Man's Sky, which I can do because I'm not writing about this stuff for a living, is I basically just ignore it until it comes out because it's like I don't know what's going on here and I'm just going to get more confused the more that I try to figure it out. So I'm just yeah. going to pretend it doesn't exist until yeah. I can buy it and play it for myself. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a good policy. Um, they had lots of VR stuff there, Tons. which was which was pretty cool because we hadn't heard very much about PlayStation VR or seen very much up until this point. One of the cool things is that Res is coming. Res was an old Dreamcast game that people loved. It's an on-rail shooter with like this weird electronic <laughs> music thing that's worked into it. It's an awesome game. I would never be able to play it on virtual reality because it'd make me throw up. I am so sure of that. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. just, See, did I... you play Res, Steve? Yeah, I okay. love, love, love Res. I've yeah. bought it on two platforms, and it's... 
it's a hard game. I feel like it was the kind of thing that would work in VR, though, because yeah. you're not trying to move yourself. You're exactly. just kind of on rails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually have to worry about, you know, moving yourself and then the kind of dissonance that happens when you're trying to move throughout the world. You're just kind of letting it wash over you and yeah. then just kind of moving yourself around and then and then firing a thing. So I that's the first game that I've seen about that other than maybe keep talking and nobody explodes yeah mm-hmm. that's made me really interested in wanting to try it in vr yeah because i've been pretty down on it because i figure i'm not gonna get my hands on anything for at least two years anyway yeah until yeah. the prices come down <laughs> yeah. but this is the first thing like res in vr would really work re- it seems yeah. like it would work really really well yeah it seems perfect i mean especially because one of the only uh, you know one of the few connect games that i liked um, when I bought it for the 360 with Child of Eden, which mm. um, was from the same same creator because he yes. wasn't trying to do too much with it. And yeah. I think that VR kind of has the same danger where if you try to do too much with it, it's going to fail. But if you just kind of take it for what it is and, and work within the limitations, at least at first until people figure it out, yeah. I think that's the kind of game that will work really well. And Res seems like it would fit that. Yes. Fit that model. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for the the simplicity of it, of that experience. I think Keep Talking Nobody Explodes is another great example of just like having a really simple interaction that is made so much better by the fact that you can't see the people you're playing with because it really feeds into that that whole experience. The game that I had to write about from PlayStation Experience that was in <laughs> VR was Ubisoft's Eagle Flight, which Actually made me nauseous from watching the trailer. Yes, I made the mistake. I got of full nauseous it. from looking over at Simone's <laughs> screen while this thing was going on. It was a wreck for like a good hour after yeah. I watched that trailer. It, and okay, so Eagle Flight is a game that takes place in Paris, uh, fifty years after humans have gone extinct. So nature is kind of starting to creep back into the city, but there's still lots of buildings, um, secret passages to explore, and you play an eagle who is flying at breakneck speed (laughs) through the city, looping and turning and zooming into secret passages and then out into the blinding light. And you have Okay, that description just made me feel a little sick. I told you, I warned you not to watch the trailer, and I'm glad you listened to me. It's like one of those terrible, like, 3D, like, movie theater things that you go in in amusement parks. Yeah. And it's just like, they just take you everywhere. Yeah, times 10, times 10. And I'm just laughing so much because they Ubisoft did that whole um, promotion for Syndicate where they hooked a GoPro up to an eagle and let him fly over London. The eagle's name was Sydney, and it was it was it was it made me laugh a lot because it was it seemed very um, ridiculous, <laughs> but good-hearted at the same time. Like this is what the people want—an eagle flying over London with a camera strapped to its back, running into seagulls. So when this came out, I was laughing because it's it's so similar to that whole idea. I don't like, think it's connected to. Do they like like use f- that footage like in the game? Is that why they did that? No. I hope so. Okay. That would at least justify it. <laughs> yeah. It was literally just for a trailer, and then I watched the making of trailer of Sydney flying over London. Um, wow. It, it, it was funny. Gamespot wrote um, a great article about it. Because the eagle vision in Assassin's Creed isn't a bird's eye view. It's being able to see through walls and stuff. So the <laughs> fact that they made an eagle vision trailer that was an eagle. <laughs> a bald so eagle. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that there is eagle vision in the game and the game takes place in London. That's yes, the only yes. that, that was the connection. The beautiful, tenuous connection. So that made me that made me very happy. It continues to make me happy to I, this day. I, I mean, really, in fairness, I if I had access to an eagle and a GoPro camera, I'd be finding whatever tenuous excuse I could do to, uh, to <laughs> hook the two of them I up know, together. right? Yeah. Take pictures. <laughs> I was going to say, what the people in their marketing department, like, I don't know what they're smoking No, like, Nicole, something. do you understand how much I want to ha- go back in time and be in on that meeting where somebody <laughs> suggests, let's take a bald eagle to London and just let it go. <laughs> Uh, just yeah. freaking let it go. <laughs> you do not want to be in a marketing meeting. Trust me. Um, they are pretty bad. Uh, so other VR stuff that they showed was really kind of weird. Um, 100-foot robot golf, <laughs> which makes no sense to me. You are just large robots playing golf. <laughs> what about that Why doesn't not? make sense? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, we have cars playing soccer, so, you know. Yeah, every, that's true. That's, true. that's yes. true. That's <laughs> true. Yes. And so another one was Zombie Taxi Company. 
um, which actually oh. looks like this kind of weird, just, it's funny, it's funny zombies, oh. funny zombies, okay. like plants versus zombies. <laughs> and it looks like this big, like, physics-based thing where you're just driving a car around and mm-hmm. slamming into these zombies and they're, like, flying all over the place. And, yeah, it was weird, too. Mm. So yeah. I have a question for everyone. Yeah. If you were going to pick one of those headsets to buy, which one would it be mm. right now? Or would you be able to even pick yet? It you would want... be PlayStation VR just because I have the PS4 and, um... yeah. Yeah. I would I would mm-hmm. not be able to pick at this point. I would want to see what is out for all of them and see what's I mean what's going on. You yeah. you can't get one of them. You can't get an uh, a gear. You, you can't get a gear right now. One of our freelancers pitched a story about like gear before the holidays, and I checked Amazon. I checked Best Buy. I checked everywhere that this gear is supposed to be on sale. They're sold out everywhere. So oh yeah yeah there okay. there is no way that most people are even going to get their hands on it before the holidays. So I'm like yeah let's do that story in like February. <laughs> I guess I, I also want to see all the reviews comparing the you know degree of. Mm-hmm motion sickness that people get because I think maybe the Vive might be the Vive or the, the Vive, Vive yeah. might yeah. be better. I think it really yeah, depends on the game. Um, maybe they have some, maybe they're working on some sneaky stuff with that, which the the Vive today was announced that it, it, it will go on sale in April, I believe. Um, it was supposed to go on sale this fall or late November, I think, but they have pushed it back and they're sending out some more um, developer kits uh, in between now and April so that yes. people can get some content on that headset. Yeah, I think that uh, Palmer Lucky said the Oculus was coming out in April too. By the way, yeah. that was the – like if I had yeah. to pick a game franchise that they were going to announce, Rock Band was nowhere on my list. Yeah. Absolutely. That was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried just, to watch that trailer too because I'm, you know, I'm probably one of the bigger Harmonix fanboys on the planet. Yeah. And I – tried to figure out what was going on in that in that trailer and i don't know how that's going to work and i don't even yeah. know what uh, do you have a plastic guitar do you not have a plastic guitar do yeah. you just kind of hold your hold your hands up in the air and the air <laughs> yeah. guitar? like I, what do you what is happening yeah i know video? can you do I a don't... dramatic retelling of the trailer <laughs> oh god no <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. It was so cheesy. It was like this band. I don't even remember what the band's name is. Dragon Force. Dragon Force. Trying, oh, yeah. trying to teach Alex Rogopoulos, who is uh, one of the founders of Harmonix, and Palmer Lucky how to be like real rock re- musicians. Oh, no. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, it was no. like really, yeah, really bad. Yeah, I just bad. skipped to the gameplay because I saw like five seconds of that. Like, I, <laughs> I'm out. I'm Did out. your embarrassment like <laughs> kink is not the word here? Um <laughs> What is the word? Secondhand embarrassment yeah. kick in. Yeah, it was bad. And then, uh, like, Palmer Lucky comes out on stage with his guitar, and he's like, yeah, rock band on Oculus. I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> that was the big announcement. Yeah, I know. We I, were all wrong. <laughs> yes. I was I was so convinced it was going to be Call of Duty. So convinced. Next but... time we do a ridiculous guessing game, I'm going to be way more liberal with my guesses. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, a- absolutely. Rock band's probably a lot easier than something like Call of Duty, right? Definitely. So it would alleviate yeah. the motion sickness problem yeah, yeah for sure. and and also just be easier to develop and get out there right away and mm. yeah maybe it's yeah, like steve depends. said it depends on what the heck you're doing because that's, that's <laughs> not clear they didn't even show like you know playing the notes they just showed you holding the guitar and like lights flashing on the guitar yeah on the neck of the guitar. and it's yeah, like i don't even weird. know how you're gonna play that i mean you could look at guitar hero live and figure out how that would work. Right. But, yeah. I mean, even there are some people who already say that they get stage fright from that. Yes. Yeah. And to put that into oh, really? VR oh, wow. could really, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how well that's going to work. I mean, I guess you won't really know until you see it, but I do yeah. know that they've tried to put Rock Band on a lot of platforms that have not been consoles and it has not worked other than the, the plastic guitar model. Like the mm-hmm. one that they did for the Game Boy or for the, for the DS with like the, the weird cartridge that plugged oh. into the thing like you were playing it like an accordion and they tried to do it <laughs> yeah, the for, DS the, for the iPhone was, and the iPad and it's never cool. worked other than holding a plastic guitar and sitting the, in front of the television. The PSP so. one was good because it was kind of like amplitude. You know, you're oh, just yeah. switching the tracks and playing yeah. them out. And um, they, I guess they, had, they adapted that into Rock Band Blitz which was also good. But, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this makes me think Rock Band's putting you out in front of a real audience. Guitar Hero already did that and we're going to have the big battle between yeah. the two again, I think. And I don't know how long people are going to be willing to put up with that this time mm. around. 
So we'll see. And the other thing about Rock Band is that it's more of a group experience, too. Yes. And so you're putting on a VR headset. Most people are probably not going to have more than one. Right. And so you're taking away that group performative experience of Rock Band and kind of making it a solo thing again, which is more Guitar Heroes thing and not really Rock Band. Yeah, Yeah, it just seems very – it seems like they they switched it up. Like it should have been Guitar Hero with the Oculus. Yeah. Because they already have the FMV going, so why not then bring it to the to VR? Yeah, yeah. everybody's yeah, they just record that in our in VR and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be easy. Everybody's I mean, confused. not easy, but confused <laughs> about uh, it's, it's nothing. Make a game, whatever. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, just press a button and compile it for Oculus. Be done. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's a little confused about Guitar Hero this time around because yeah. they changed up stuff so much, mm-hmm. and they basically made it a single player game for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's one all I know is I see it on sale at Toys R Us every single week when we're in there, Ooh. and that hmm. I, uh. I don't. That doesn't really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not that everything else isn't on sale constantly, but they keep trying to sell, put it on bigger and bigger discounts, and there's still a mm. lot of boxes there. So wow, Yeesh. that that doesn't bode well. That's my market analysis. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but have the rock band kits been on sale a lot? That's the uh, other question. They, no, they haven't. Oh, okay. Um, They've, I've, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen like one or two on Black Friday, but one or two sales. But other than that, they've just been selling at the, the price they're going to sell at. But they also have a lot fewer of them. Mm, like right, at least yeah. our Toys R Us has like a huge stack of Guitar Hero kits and very few of the Rock Band kits. Yeah, so, the know, Rock I Band. I don't know if that feeds into it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the Rock Band thing too. You have to factor in the people who already have the instruments, yeah. uh, who aren't buying the kit. Mm-hmm. They're just buying the game. And that's yep. what we did. But unfortunately, that third party thing that you plug in doesn't work very well mad cats <laughs> they've always yeah. they've always been kind of like a second tier peripheral maker <laughs> and like when you heard like oh they're doing rock band four it was like oh we have to do mad, mad cats, cats. I mean, again. at yeah. least you can use it though because i bought my xbox with the intention of being able to port all my all my 360 songs over and right. then i came to the very, very sad realization that my Guitar Hero 2 guitars that I love and have used the hell out of are not compatible with the Xbox One. Yes, so mm. the Guitar Hero a, ones a are not, very, yeah. A very expensive purchase ahead of me at some point. To, uh, yeah, we had stuff. two Guitar Hero 2 guitars that were crazy about rock band, those obviously. So, those were the best, though. Yeah, we had two, but um, my husband got the wireless uh, Rickenbacker for uh Beatles rock band and mm. that's a really good guitar too and he just got it because he has a real one of those guitars and mm-hmm. you know he Aww. likes to play it yeah <laughs> so that one was good but that's really the only one that we can use uh which is unfortunate yeah so um so yeah that's that's gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Minecraft is finally coming to Wii U now when this story broke like I didn't even know Minecraft is on everything I, I just know. assumed it's on Wii U. You like I, <laughs> I know. It's like didn't this happen like three years? No, it no, it nope. just happened. It's here. It's here now. I got in a tiff. Not a tiff. I was a little annoyed because I saw someone on social media complaining that Minecraft on the Wii U is a little expensive at thirty dollars. <laughs> Which like I, I saw that and I was like, pause, take a deep breath. <laughs> $30 is nothing compared to the cost of getting Minecraft, like, prepared for the Wii U, re, you know, porting it over to that console. It is – it's a big deal. Yeah. And $30 for a game, like a game with value like Minecraft has, that's, like, we, we should be grateful. Anyway, um, yeah. that was my – I guess the only – the only because I'm, I'm usually in that camp, too, and I was yelling at a mm-hmm. friend of mine on Twitter the other day because he was complaining about <laughs> – Fifteen dollars for the PS4 games that are PS2 games that are being ported to PS4, mm. and you saying that that was too expensive. But I guess the only thing I could say with Minecraft is that if you're paying thirty dollars for it, it's probably not the first time that you're spending that thirty dollars. Yeah. So that could feel a little bit expensive if you've already bought it for the PC or you already bought it for the Xbox One or or the PS4 or whatever other platform you've bought it for, and to have to pay another thirty dollars. To Definitely. buy it on the Wii U like mm. two years after it's been out everywhere else, that that I can see. It's, on the other on its hand, own, like, if no. you have it for the PS4, or the Xbox One, would you be buying it for the Wii U? I don't know that it yeah. brings that much extra I'm, to the game, other than just the fact that yeah. it is available. Yeah, but I mean, how many people are? Uh, how I guess the other question is, how many people are just getting into Minecraft who haven't? 
gotten into it on another platform. And yeah, it is also, fair. Yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, we don't have Minecraft in this house because, <laughs> because I'm a horrible dad and I don't understand it. So, <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't really uh, encouraged it. And, you know, we have enough other things that we've gotten sucked into um, <laughs> for my kids that we don't need another one. But yeah. even then, it's like, well, there's every other platform you can buy it for. Why is it more expensive to get it on the Wii U? That, that's a fair mm. argument. But $30 for a game, especially a game that you know is going to be good and that you're going to get your money's worth mm-hmm. out of, yeah. that's, that's, not, that's not expensive. Definitely. Yes, exactly. And that's like Rare Replay. There's no yeah. way you could not put down $30 for that. Yeah. 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 My, yeah. my controversial title suggestion for this episode is Anti-Minecraft Dad. <laughs> I'm literally the only the one. <laughs> wow. Do you have any other like shocking confessions that you want to make to us? Um we'll 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 save that for the for the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> um so I just want to jump back quickly. I wrote down a few things about the PlayStation experience, and one of those was that the new Ratchet and Clank game was shown. Now this is this is kind of a weird thing because there's a movie coming, an animated movie coming mm-hmm. out in April. So Game based on a movie based on a game, which is kind of weird. So the movie and the new game are a reimagining of the first game, which is fine with me. It's awesome. But there was uh, Games Radar did an interview with one of the people there that was demoing uh, Ratchet and Clank. It's like, wow, this looks really good. Like it plays really smoothly. Mm-hmm. And the guy from Insomniac is like, yeah, we've got six months to do polish. Like that's how we planned this out. Mm, so the game nice. has actually been done for about two months. Wow. And now they're just bug testing and polishing it. Mm. That game is going to be awesome That's when it comes out. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 wish more, I wish more studios were given the opportunity to do yes, that. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I know. Very few it's people have, have the chance to do that. But I love Ratchet and & Clank, and I'm super excited about this. Yeah, the trailer yeah. looks really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I mean, my, my my oldest actually has a stuffed clank up in oh, her Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Man, nice. I was so, going to say I'm too young for this conversation, but you yeah. just showed me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we, we've we been – I mean, this is one of the games that my wife and I played back when we had the PlayStation 2, and we, we've loved the series all along. So yeah. I'm really – I'm actually really excited. I hope, hope, hope that it's good because – None of the PlayStation 3 games have really been all that great. Mm. That is um, true. It hasn't really been great since like Ratchet and Clank 3 on the um uh, on the PS2. Yes, I so I I'm, agree with you completely. Up your arsenal, yeah. that was the the last good one. Yeah, so I'm really hoping this is going to be good because I know that my kids like the the characters already. Yeah. And both between the movie and the games, this would be a really great way to bring them into it, especially if they can the last few games on PS3, I think have all been rated E and the original ones were rated T. So mm, if they can yeah, bring that so. rating back down to an E, that would be even better. I think it's E10 Plus here. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe. Because I don't think E10 Plus existed uh, back oh, when E10 they came plus. out. Yeah. Oh, e- oh, E10 Plus. Yeah. 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 No, E10 Plus. It was just E and T back then. Yeah. They didn't have E10. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very much, very much looking forward to spending some time with Captain Quark again. He's like my <laughs> favorite character. It's totally hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So let's see what else. Destiny is introducing sparrow racing the best thing that's never happened to me because <laughs> i don't have the taken king yet uh so the the vehicles in destiny are called sparrows and they're like little hovering dirt bikes and they introduced finally a racing league that's going on for the next three weeks where you can race against i think six other players um and you're going through kind of dangerous enemy territory you're being fired at there are obstacles and stuff and they could potentially keep the racing if it's popular, which would be great because it would give me time to start playing Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. do it, Simone. Don't do it. Are you a victim? I, show, so, <laughs> show so me where Bri- Destiny Bri- Brianna Wu, who's one of my co-hosts on Isometric, is, is heavy, heavy into Destiny. Yes. So I bought Taken King to try to, to mm-hmm. try to get into it. I've had it from the from the launch, and yeah. I just I can't. I can't enjoy first-person shooters enough to get into it, but I also uh, have a deep-seated love for the F-Zero games, mm. so this could uh, scratch that itch, but the problem is that also the Fast Racing Neo, I think it's called, is coming out tomorrow as we record this for the Wii U, and that actually looks like F-Zero <laughs> 2.0. So Everything yeah. you want, but <laughs> I, I, <it's laughs> without like, the first-person like shooter like, rapper. Yeah. yeah, it's like I've gone like 10 years without like a legitimate... like. 
you know, sci-fi racer. And now all of a sudden it's all the things all at once. It's like, yes. no, where were you all of like the last console generation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I so want to get into Destiny because my roommate loves it. Um, So he's my Brianna Wu, if you will, yeah. who was trying to convert <laughs> me. But his hands, he has tendonitis right now, so he can't play. Yeah. And he's like, can you, if you, if you just played a little bit and leveled my characters up while I have tendonitis, and I'm like, maybe I, maybe I could. Maybe but you should I be bringing do... you into the game to get you the referral bonuses from the referral. I know, thing. but we, we use the same PS4, so we wouldn't even be able to play together, which is the whole attraction of that. Yeah. Like, I so want to. That trailer was so cute. Yeah. I suffer. This is Just my, play Splatoon instead. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get that Wii U. <laughs> yeah, so none of us play Destiny. Someone, but the local it. co-op for Splatoon is terrible. So, well, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, running into the same problem. Um, so we're gonna move forward to a game that is gonna make Simone squeal. Oh yay! Final Fantasy VII: The Remake is going to be episodic. Yeah. What is going on there? Well, it makes sense when you think back on 1997 and remember that the game was like a bajillion hours long and shipped on three discs and it was massive. And um, I have a friend who just started playing it on PS4 and she's six hours in and she's like still in the first area. And I'm like, okay, this (laughs) does make a lot of sense. And they've said, they've talked about um, how many areas are in the game and if they're they're bringing those areas from being kind of flat 2D backgrounds into being fully explorable 3D locations it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to be just a lot of a lot of data a lot of gigabytes of stuff that's yes. going going on there so it, it would actually make a lot of sense for it to be episodic in terms of just how much content is in that game i'm still not sure how or if they are changing the story a lot to fit into that format um they said that they would be making some changes a while ago but they were never very clear on what exactly would change so. I'm actually very surprised that we got another announcement related to I this. I know, and that it looks quickly. so good. It looks like, so good, Nicole. What was it, E3? Oh. E3 last year, they're like, yes, this is this thing that we're making that fans have been asking for for forever. And we expected not to see anything else about it for 10 years. Exactly. Like, hey, we're going to do it. And we're like, okay, see you in 2021. No, that's only a few years away. See you in <laughs> <Yeah>. 2030. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they announced Kingdom Hearts 3, what, like a year and a half ago? We haven't heard a yeah. peep about it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then at PSX, they show this gorgeous trailer of a lot of um, combat from the very the first area in the game that you go through, fully voiced in English with English voice acting, and it was beautiful. Cloud didn't look exactly like he looks in the Advent Children film, but he still looks good. His arms were beautiful um, and muscular, which was great for me. That's what's important. (laughs) Yes, I agree. And I I believe that the other characters will also have muscular bare arms, which is something I usually try to take into account when I'm playing a game. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This, uh, this, coming from someone who I watched play uh, Assassin's Creed Unity in the office last year, constantly saying that her character was so hot. You know when you (laughs) jump off a building as Arno and like his his pants they're so <laughs> tight <laughs> maybe you should spend some time playing Rise of the Tomb Raider because that has bears that have arms so. <gasps> bears I love bears in their <laughs> arms <laughs> that bear is freaking scary we'll get to like that, that later we'll get to that later I um, the bears so Psychonauts 2 uh Passed its funding goal in two days. Hey, 3.3 yeah. million. I don't know what it is now. I haven't even checked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's No happening. one is surprised. <laughs> yeah, no one's surprised. It's super cool. Um, but people have been uh, sort of speculating what this might mean for Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend was a third-person brawler slash RTS. It was kind of weird. It had lots of stuff going on in it. Racing, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Did Jack Black in it? Yes. yes. It had, and yeah. Tim Curry. And Ozzy Osbourne. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was like the voice cast was like one of the major uh, draws to it. So people are kind of speculating like, hey, I wonder if they're going to remake that. And so uh, in the fact on the the, uh, the funding page for Psychonauts, Double Fine is all like, you know, we've always said we want to make uh, sequels to all of our properties. Mm. And if something goes mm. well in Psychonauts 2, maybe it would 
<laughs> and it's funny because the last statement that they have, I don't know if this was a typo or not, but the last statement that says, like, maybe that would help Bruder legend is a question mark. I'm like, <laughs> why is that a question mark? You're like, why are you asking the audience why, what will happen with Brutal Legend? Yeah. So I hope that I... What will happen, guys? Exactly. I, <laughs> you tell me. I hope that that's a typo. I was going to put that in my story that I wrote on Remesh, mm-hmm. but then I didn't want to feel like an idiot if it was just a typo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I left start it out. Start a controversy. Yeah. Nothing like a little yeah, controversy. It's, ba- it's bad when you start spreading rumors based on punctuation marks. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'd actually... about my entire journalism career. (laughs) (laughs) I had actually written like a paragraph and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to stop. Um, so yeah, uh, Alpha Bear. Alpha Bear has added multiplayer. Hey, which we haven't tried out yet. Yeah, we didn't have. Time. I updated my Alpha Bear, so we can we can. Oh, try okay. It out. Yeah. So it's not live multiplayer. It is you play a game and then you challenge a friend to beat your score. Basically, yes. Yeah. Okay. And you can get uh, special bears. They're they're not have like huge bonuses, but it's kind of like trophies. Like I beat like five of my friends, so I have this bear kind of thing. It would be so cool if there was an update that like basically like Hearthstone for Alpha Bear. If you were both playing on the same board and you're trying to make a word before your your opponent did, that would be pretty. Great. Yes. Yeah. But that's multi- not what it is. This multiplayer. Yeah, see, for Alpha Bear. Now, now you got my attention. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I, I did. I did appreciate the. Uh, the so I look. I looked at the. I saw the update while we were. Were out today, mm-hmm. and I'm like, they spelled verses wrong. It, and I'm, and I then I launched the game, and while it's so the original mode is named chapters, so now it's chapters and verses. Yeah, yeah, V R S E S. Yeah, it's a pun. So it's, that's a yeah. that's a pretty oh. good dad joke right there. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. pun. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah. if they had any idea when they were developing it that those little sayings were going to be so instrumental in the game like it's honestly I mean, they like must have because like yeah it, the social media presence for alpha bear has been so good for them <laughs> yeah well you know facebook uh just announced their games of the year awards because mm-hmm. yes there are still facebook games but alpha bear got got that for like best facebook integration oh like, nice that's they that's got great. an award for that yeah so i feel like every time i post one of those things i have someone going what game why cute bears tell me more like yeah, alpha bear. And lately I haven't been getting very good ones. Like I got a lot of really good ones at the beginning, but now they're kind of like, meh. I got, I got a Captain Bear and it has a Star Trek. You're not You are That made me happy. Linda, she's just ahead of me Linda's in on chapters. another level yeah. like in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not even at that chapter. No. Um so I think this would be a nice little foray into what we're playing. Hey. So there's an update for Hearthstone, which is coming out today. It's Wintervale. It's all holiday-ish. Um, although they're supposed to be decking out their boards in all this yeah. snow and, you know, greatness. And I haven't seen one yet. And Steve, you haven't seen one either, I, right? I haven't seen it either. There's uh, the only thing. So they, the only thing that I've seen is that they've changed some of the emotes for like have a pleasant winter veil or whatever uh, instead of hello. But there's supposed to be a winter veil themed tavern brawl that's supposed to give you a winter veil themed card back. I haven't seen any of that. Ooh, I haven't yeah. seen any of the I've played both on the PC and on my phone. And I haven't seen any of the winter themed skinned battle for, battlefields at all or yeah. there's also hmm. supposed to be a bundle that if you buy 40 or more packs you get 10 packs free yes and i haven't <laughs> seen any mention of that in the shop either so they did rush they did put out a big update yesterday and yes. it, i don't know why all that stuff hasn't rolled out yet you know when i when i launched the game today i got a thing about the cars there was a little uh, pop-up that happens uh, but then there was nothing of the other stuff i haven't gone into tavern brawl yet because i only i do that at the last minute because i like yeah. oh i want my deck i should go do that now <laughs> yeah um, it's a repeat anyway so. yeah exactly um so yeah so i did all this stuff that i had to do the last time to get the update like i quit quit the game like the game is always running on my iPad in some way shape or form I quit the game completely then I logged out and logged back in and I'm still I'm still not getting it I don't know what's going on there 
No, so, it's very, it's very yeah. disappointing. Where I mean, I, I, I never really want to see snow in general being in Boston, but you know, I, you know, they promised me snow, and I want my snow. Yeah, they should. I've seen, I saw some screens of them. They were super cute, like the one with the catapult. The catapult has reindeer antlers Aww. and a red nose. Just, oh my god! Yeah, it just That's looks amazing. It is. You should look at some of these screenshots. Yeah, um, I haven't seen any of it. I'm kind of waiting to be surprised by it. Uh, like I was kind of expecting yeah. Gul'dan to be wearing. Goldan the Warlock to be yes. wearing some sort of a Santa hat or something. That would be right. ideal. Yeah, I mean, they said that the that the heroes were going to have the holiday emotes, but they didn't say that they were going to have costumes. But I really hope that they're going to have costumes. Or they could make them the Krampus, which would be even better. Yeah. Who would be the Krampus of all the... the... Warlock. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that's what I've been playing. Obviously, that happens every Such week. Such restraint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but it's more than last year, last week. That's the last two weeks. It's all I've been able to play. I got to play some more Rise mm-hmm. of the Tomb Raider last week. We went through doing a challenge tomb. It was very satisfying. Great environmental puzzle where you walk around a little bit. You're like, man. I don't know where I'm supposed to do next. And then you walk around a little more and it's like, aha, that's what I'm supposed <laughs> to do next. It all falls into place. That's, that's so, I love that feeling. Yeah. It's so rewarding. That's why I love that about that game. So I'm going back and trying to collect all the little collectibles mm. and finish all of the challenge tombs and the side quests and all that kind of stuff. And who knows how long that will take me because I don't get to play it very often. <laughs> so That's um, extremely hashtag relatable. Yes, yes. <laughs> to my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So those are the two games I've been playing. Uh, Steve, how about you? Well, yeah, I, I, this, is, this is where I say Hearthstone and you get the Skype call <laughs> I was promised a 45-minute Hearthstone monologue, or I guess duologue from both of you. <laughs> we could still do that. We could, like, yeah. end, like you know, gaming after the moms after dark or something and just Jeez. talk about Hearthstone. Yeah, Release I mean, I can me. give you some pretty deep strategy stuff. But yeah, it's... he's, like, way beyond me now. Why don't well, you guys just start your own Hearthstone strategy podcast? Yeah, totally. <laughs> we could do that. Put it all yeah. over there. Although, I don't... If, I don't... if, uh, da- if you're, Daniel, your wonderful sound guy is willing to edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you already have your hands full. Yeah. He's nodding. But, uh, yeah, no, I've got... I mean, I've gotten up to rank eight last season, so, yeah. which is... It put, said, I well, saw actually, that. I finished a rank nine, so it said it was eleven. I was in the top 7% of people who were playing ranked. Yeah, so. I saw wow. your rank. I'm like, wow. Yeah. The yeah, heck is he doing? But I've I'm, not been I've not been doing that well this season. But I've I've not really been trying all that hard because I've been doing just doing the tavern brawls and kind of trying to. I did. I've been getting wrapped up with the with the single player adventures. And oh the yes, Murloc yes. One is adorable. Oh, I mean, God. the fact that they have a Murloc in an explorer's hat with a monocle is <gasps> with an English accent is yes. I mean that whole third wing of the last expansion. Where he starts out in a cauldron that you need yes. to attack in order to release him, yeah. and then he's ta- another funny. one of the bosses is a murloc, and he's telling him that he doesn't have to be so rude when he's going murgle, 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 and it's, yes. it's adorable. It's hilarious, and the murloc tiny fin minion. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> have you seen the golden version of the murloc tiny fin? Because the, the, so... the golden versions are animated. Oh. It has little hearts coming out of it. Oh my god! No, I have not seen the golden one. Wow! I want a plushie of that. Blizzard. I want a plushie yeah. of that. Let's d- get on this now. It's yeah. it's so adorable. Like it's like I want. I, I don't need it in my deck. It would probably be bad in my deck, but I want to put it in there because it's so yeah. cute. Nicole so, did go around the whole office showing everyone I did. the new Murloc. The I baby did. Murloc. I'm like you must look at this thing. It is the most adorable. We all agree thing. it was very cute. Yes. <laughs> all right. So have so, you been playing anything else, Steve? Yeah, I actually just finished uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider yesterday. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, so I have to figure out what my I've been playing that on the bike at before the kids wake up so now uh-huh. I got to figure out what my next my next bike game is going to be and I started playing uh, Nuclear Throne which came out for the the PS4 and the Vita uh, yeah. they announced that at, at hmm. PlayStation Experience also hmm. which is um, which is Lambeer, uh, who, Rami Ismail, who they did, um, they did Ridiculous Fishing mm-hmm. and Luftrausers. Um, they so this is their new game that's been in early access like forever and it's a uh, it's a roguelike uh, twin twin stick shooter uh-huh. which is it, it's very pixel arty it's very they've got a lot of characters that you can unlock and a lot of weapons that you can find and it's extremely difficult um and i they say they say the goal is to get to the nuclear throne and you're never going to get to the nuclear throne <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so, but I I've been playing it a lot. It was enough to to take take me away from Hearthstone for a day. So that can tell you how Is much. Is that a hard one to play on the bike? Uh, no, that I'm playing on the Vita. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like I, I finally have a game I can actually play on the Vita. That's not me. That's doesn't consist of me yelling at remote <laughs> play for not working better. Yeah, so. I think our, our listeners don't know about your your bike setup, so yeah. you should expand on that. Yeah. So, so I, what my solution as the kids have gotten older for me to be able to play quote unquote daddy games is that I wake up. I wake up ridiculously early because my commute is terrible anyway. So I wake up before the kids wake up, and I combine my M-rated video gaming with uh, time on the exercise bike. So I have oh, what's called smart. the Fit Desk, which is like this foam platform that goes over the, the handlebars of the bike, and it's got pockets in it. So I can put like my phone, I can put the remote, I, I listen through headphones through the controller, and um, I can you know I can have my phone so I can look up things on GameFAQs if I get stuck or whatever, uh-huh. and I can put the controller down if I need to, if, you know, take a drink of water, or I need to check my heart rate or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I... I kind of, and it gives me motivation to get on the bike too, because that's pretty much yeah. the only way that I'm going to get to play some of these games is if I wake up early and play them before they wake up. So it kind of gives me positive motivation to do something that's good for myself. So. I love that idea. But, but yeah. I know that a lot of people can't really do that because it takes, I'm told it takes a lot of coordination. I've never really found it that way, but I guess I'm just kind of freakish, freakishly coordinated <laughs> one aspect of my life. It was all that 2D platformer <laughs> training you did as a child. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I played Ori on the Blind Forest and finished that while I was riding on the bike, too. Oh, my so gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could so, do it. I'd like to rise to this challenge if I yeah, ever Yeah, maybe exercised. I need to apply to, like, American Ninja Warrior Video Game Edition or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, it'd be like Ready Player One if you were powering your game while you were on, on the <laughs> yeah. bike. See that? Like I should look into that because that could yeah. really cut down on my like on my heating bill during the summer. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. Heating bill during the summer is not so much of a problem. Heating bill during the winter is a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you, Linda? Well, I played some more story missions in Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. I have. I've. I've conquered all of London now, and I've. Um, you know, I've leveled up almost to the max. So I pretty much go in and just. You know. <laughs> Pretty much slay. slay everyone, and I get I'm I'm enjoying doing the the story, and Yay. then I'm playing some Alpha Bear, yeah. As always, cool. Yeah. I think you cleared London before I did because I I was rushing to finish the story, as I said, and then just this past weekend I finally went back and I cleared every borough and I found all the pressed flowers, which took literally forever. In an alternate universe, I am still looking for those freaking pressed flowers because they don't show up like usually in Assassin's Creed games when you synchronize a viewpoint all the stuff in that neighborhood per se will show up on your mini map and you can go find it Um, which backfired in Unity because there was so much stuff that now I actually can't find anything on the map because there's too much of it Um, but then in Syndicate there are certain things like pressed flowers or historical illustrations that um, they don't advance you know your character's powers or anything but they show up when you're within roughly 15 feet of them <laughs> like just running around London so I eventually had to go and look up like a YouTube video of all the pressed flowers in this district all the pressed flowers in this district so I could finally collect them all get the trophy and unlock the wonderful cutscene that happens when you collect all 30 of those gosh oh, darn flowers okay. so I didn't understand why you were doing that but now I get it. <laughs> there is a very important oh. reason and it involves the best cutscene okay. in the entire world it hey. was Adorable, I screamed. I just have to tell you one thing. (laughs) Yes. I was playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and um, I got something from a kid. You know how you can get some stuff from... I got (gasps) 5,000 pounds (laughs) from one little kid. Wow. That's amazing. That was cool. I had the best interaction where um, there was a a little kid who stole a wallet, and you know, you have to tackle the thieves when they're running away. So I tackled this kid. Well, okay, when they're kids, you don't tackle them. You grab them by the shoulder and give them a stern talking to. And for the first (laughs) time ever, Jacob was like, there's a spot for you in the rooks someday when you grow up. And I was like, that is the cutest thing. Like, Jacob running around the streets of London telling these, like, filthy pickpockets, you know, when you're an adult, you can join my gang. Yeah, Yeah, stay in school. (laughs) (laughs) When Jacob got the money, 5,000 from the kid, he said, oh, not bad. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, not bad. 5,000 pounds. (laughs) Whatever. It's only 18, like 40. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. I'm doing the wrong thing by tr- by having my kids focus on math and reading. I should be focusing on their pickpocketing. Honestly, <laughs> yes. at this age, it is too late. It's a lot like gymnastics where you have to start when they're like two. Uh, uh. At eight, I don't know that your daughter would really be able to uh, to get those skills, that muscle memory of, of picking the pockets as an orphan, <laughs> a barefoot orphan. <laughs> wow. In the Industrial Revolution. It's a shame. I'm sorry. Sorry to break it to you, but that's oh, life. that's too bad. I, you know, crushing my hopes and dreams is, yeah. as as is usual. <laughs> you yeah. too could have your child deliver five thousand pounds <laughs> of ill-gotten money. <laughs> okay. Yes. Anyway, on that note, we're going to wrap she things up. <laughs> uh, Steve, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This, this is a, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great, thanks, Steve. Yeah. So uh, as mentioned, Steve is host of Isometric, which is a podcast that you can find on Relay. Yeah, and you should listen to it. It's really yeah. good. Yes. Relay.fm slash isometric or an, or just go into your uh, podcast client of choice where you are listening to this right now and go search for isometric and you will find us. Yeah, cool. it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also on Twitter at Wicked Good. You know, yep. it's usually I have to ask people what their Twitter is, <laughs> but we have given each other so much crap about Hearthstone that I know what its Twitter <laughs> is. Um, I, I provide I provide uh, entertainment and uh, yes. bragging about Hearthstone is, yes. is what I do. Yes, it's 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 important. It always makes me laugh. Um, she so. laughs at you all the time. So. <laughs> well, that's fair. You know, I, I live I live in a house. I live in a house with four women. I'm used to it by now. (laughs) Set him free. (laughs) Yes. Um, So on our end, uh, if you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send an email to hello at pixelkin.org. You can find us on Twitter at pixelkin underscore org or at Gaming with Moms. On Facebook, we are simply Pixelkin. On iTunes, if that's where you're listening to us, please review us. That helps us out a lot. If you're listening to us on Overcast, please recommend episodes that you like hopefully including this one. Uh, You can find us on Blog Talk Radio, uh, which plays uh, the podcast in your browser, and you can follow us on there. And finally, we have some great video content on YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash pixelkinorg. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.